month and we're almost at the halfway point of this year's promo climax welcome to be on the mic with the captain and the kingpin and nobody else this week because well there's only one match this week it's uh it's mike larkin versus zach herring um ted pedanero will be getting the three point bye uh because he was supposed to be facing daniel crimmins so we i think we just decided to go it alone this week yes we did my man and um, I gotta say, it's it's a beautiful day. Uh, this has nothing to do with the hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh wow! Sorry, <laughs> the the audio completely cut out. Um, this has nothing to do with with the actual tournament, but I was just thinking, I got two new puppies over the weekend, <laughs> and. My wife named them Biscuit and Gravy. And, nice. of course, my kids had never heard of Festus. So I've been playing that song, and they love it because they they now believe that that's the theme song for the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need to show them. You like, yeah, you like kind Luke of Gallows? explain. Look at this. <laughs> Look how far he's come. He used to be uh <laughs> He used to be on Eugene's level. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely showing Eugene. Eugene <laughs> Yeah, there's a a number of things you wouldn't get you wouldn't get away with in today's climate. Oh yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, that wouldn't have gone very well this in this day and age. Why do you like Triple H? We both like to play games. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so it was the second match of the tournament for the Butcher um, and Chris Maldonado this past week. Yeah, it was, man. And I got to look at both of those promos. And I got to say, I think at this point we're seeing different versions of both gentlemen hmm. um, a different side of Chris a different side of the butcher which is interesting to me because I remember when the card first came out for Beyond the Mic and you know I looked all up and down the card and looked at what matches I thought would be interesting and matches I was unsure about but all, all those thoughts were had based on me thinking I knew who everybody was but everybody has evolved so much. It's really, it's really made for an interesting dynamic when people actually finally go against each other at this point in the competition. Yeah, almost everybody's got a gimmick this year, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, now we mentioned Zach will be taking on Mike this week. He also got three points because he was supposed to be facing um, Daniel Crimmins this past week. Um, so points on the board for Zach. And we've only seen like a minute and a half from Zach from his first promo. Right. So that's one of those things that I think, you know, Zach, if you are listening, brother, you have to bear in mind that we're halfway through the climax. If people have seen you one time 
for a minute and a half. So essentially, that'd be like if a guy like me has been waiting to eat. I got one tiny free sample, you know, six weeks ago or something like that. Yeah. And and now I've been told that this week I finally get the full meal. This is your chance, Zach. This is your chance, baby boy, to, to come in and make a big splash because you got a little bit of catching up to do. And I'm wondering if you can hear me, Zach, what are you going to do this this week so people can get a little bit more familiar with you and find out what you're all about? Um, so he's still in the same position in the in the block A uh, table, but at least he's got points on the board now. The question is, can he get another? Uh, can he get an upset over the champion this coming week? The champion, Mike Larkin. Mike Larkin, who has taken no losses in this tournament, right? No losses and no prisoners. <laughs> All right. Here's a question about the podcast machine and the knowledge slash promo champion Mike Larkin. When is the last time that he took a loss of any kind? Um, ooh. Certainly wasn't King of the Mic. No. Um, it must have been last year's promo climax. Wow. As far as the knowledge championship I goes, I ain't got no fucking idea. It must have been, yeah, it was Promo Mania uh, 3. And we're now coming up to Promo Mania 5. <laughs> What's that like to just win at everything yeah. all the time? For What's it like weird... to be Mike? I don't know, man. But I, I know I grew up in the 90s with the with the catchphrase, I want to be like Mike. Yeah. Is there something with that name? If you think about it, it's like Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, uh, Mike Myers. I just feel like... Not to be confused with Michael Myers. <laughs> well, I mean, he's exceptional in his own way, too. <laughs> That's true. Who's better than him at killing and walking slow? I'm <laughs> getting shot and stabbed and blown up and keep coming back. Maybe Jason. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm trying to think real quick. Is it Jason or is it Mike Myers that has the whispering in the background? Uh, oh, no, it's Jason. Yeah, that that thing. Just once, I want to see J- Jason walking slow to kill somebody with all those whispers going off in the background, and he just stops and removes his mask and is like, "Jesus fucking Christ, can you stop that shit already?" <laughs> so distracting. Just want one moment of peace. Been <laughs> following me around for thirty nine years. Before he kills his victim. What? Do you not hear that shit? I mean, I can hear it. <laughs> Didn't they give you a clue anyway. that I was coming? I know. <laughs> year after year, I, ch- I, I walk slowly so I can kill people. And this guy is constantly trying to give up my position. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, if your name is Mike, you you are going to be, except for I, oh I can think of a Mike that wasn't good. Mike Adamley. Oh yeah, 
Uh, also, it's very unlucky if your name's Mike Canellis. Uh, which, which, yeah. which we'll get into on Thursday, but yeah. I will say this, though. It's a guy who who met Maria. I think that she herself is the unlucky one because, I mean, yeah, Mike got with her and lots of bad things have happened to him. And I met her and got to take a picture with her and then... As soon as I left the store, I was robbed on a train. Oh. <laughs> so, so we may have solved that mystery. What? That, that's like the opposite of karma. The fuck is that? That's wrong. Yeah. What the fuck is that? It was such a great moment. It's like, dude, Maria Canellis just posed in Playboy. By the way. I never bought a Playboy magazine in my life. The only reason why I bought one that day is because they said, if you don't buy the magazine, you ain't going to get to meet her. So I was like, fuck it. I'll buy it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the excuse I always use. Exactly. (laughs) They said I had to to meet her. (laughs) Why did you want to meet her? It's a celebrity. Exactly. Who wouldn't want to meet her? Have you seen the Playboy magazine? <laughs> um, well, not in person, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, man, last week it was we a had good Robert question. Davis. Oh, yeah. We weren't, you weren't on the show last week, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Neve Rivers were. It was uh, Mike taking the reins last week. How dare you not show up for your own show? <laughs> yeah, hey, it gave Mike the opportunity to absolutely nail the butcher's Twitter. Uh, and yeah. nail it he did. Uh, he also did it this week, but unfortunately the, the last five minutes were lost of the episode, so nobody got to hear it on last week's episode of Max. Ah, that sucks. Yeah, it was weird. I'm like Nobody's even messaged me going... What happened to the signature at the end? There was no good night, goodbye, bang, and there was no mic line. What what happened to the end of the show? We literally just cut <laughs> to a signature after the promo climax. <laughs> you know, somewhere somebody sitting going like, "Oh, that that must be new." Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh well, he does change the graphics quite a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> but speaking of, uh, you know, us now having. The good butcher. What do you what do you think of this new side of butcher? This this guy who spends a lot of time smiling and and uh, being super sensible and happy and just kind of going with the flow. I'm I'm intrigued and also terrified, even more so than when I see Bray in the Firefly Funhouse, because <laughs> I know deep down there's a fiend in there. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I agree, but I will say I'm I'm enjoying his promos because the thing about the butcher is he has what anybody who's good in life has, which is the ability to adapt and the ability to evolve. I think he understands that <clears throat> you can't just keep showing up every time in the mask or every time in the darkness with a flashlight on your face he's he's being creative 
he's gone to the complete other side of the spectrum. And because he's still, you know, one of the best talkers that anybody's ever heard, hmm. it all works at this point, man. Yeah, I don't think anybody expected to see that kind of a nice butcher. Um, I mean, even against Moses, it was still a slightly darker butcher than what we saw this week. Yeah, that's very true. And and uh, Chris Maldonado, he went somewhere that I didn't expect, which was kind of venturing back into the old evolution of pro wrestling days uh, where he and Butcher and Lewis uh, were all on the same page and meaning to take over our WT mm-hmm. you know one one soul at a time and I liked as a guy who runs our WT I liked hearing Chris say we thought that we were going to sweep the competition and instead we got swept that's right bitch (laughs) yeah I I like him going into the past it creates a story which is exactly what we want from this tournament so Chris Maldonado is um, he's out there doing his thing but he's had he's had two matches so far right yeah Uh, against Butcher and then against a Walker the Walker of course is um, on three points. Yeah, so that first win is still kind of eluding Chris Maldonado. What do you think he's got to do to get on the board? Uh, oh, who's he got next? Is it Lewis or Moses? It is... Oh, wow, he's got a bit of a gap. couple weeks off. Yes, uh, November, no, October, f- oh, Halloween, actually, he's up against Lewis. Wow, that is a huge gap. Uh, that's actually the same amount of time the Butcher's got off now, Butcher's not competing until Halloween, uh, but this is, of course, where Lewis comes onto the board, because he's competing uh, every week or every two weeks. Well, that'll be good, man, because we haven't... Um... We haven't seen anything from Lewis yet, right? No, I mean, he was supposed to be against the Butcher, of course, in that first week, but, you know, shit happened. Um, so it's just the bad luck of the draw that Lewis wasn't scheduled until almost the end of September. But, you know, it doesn't mean he's missing out on points because he's got plenty of matches to come to catch up while everybody else gets a break. Yeah, you bring up a good point as we, as we see certain people sitting at the top of the leaderboard. Um, I think like the Demoness is up, you know, the Demoness and Mike Larkin and Moses Marquez, are they sitting at, they're sitting um, at the top of their respective boards, stuff mm-hmm. like that. But while you might be happy to be at the top, you do have to take into consideration that there are people like Lewis from Evolution of Pro Wrestling who haven't even had a chance to get their feet wet in the competition yet. And because he's going to have uh, matches in consecutive weeks and or every other week for the next few weeks, yeah, things can begin to look very different very quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, actually, I missed one. He's uh, against Lewis the week before Halloween. 
So that's October 23rd, he's against Lewis. Halloween, he's against Moses. So Chris Maldonado will take on Lewis. That's his next match, yeah. You know, what's interesting about that is before Chris Maldonado ever joined Evolution of Pro Wrestling, <clears throat> he was an RWT loyalist. Mm. And I'll tell you, when he noticed that Lewis was attacking the Kingpin, he jumped all over Lewis. And if you go back uh, into the RWT group, you can see before these guys became, you know, really good friends and a part of the same group, you can see a lot of uh, some back and forth that they had enough to realize that when they go against each other in the promo climax, it's going to be good. And especially because, as you mentioned, Daz, now there's all this history between them. Yeah. And there's a lot of good story to be told. Absolutely. Evolution is beautiful, bro. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I didn't get a chance to say something last week I wanted to say, and it was that everybody's rapping. Yep. Everybody's rapping. I don't know who started it. I mean, I mean, I know you've got your, your raps out there. Um, I know we've got Chris Maldonado. We've got Teddy P. Uh, Moni did a little freestyle. Mike has been rapping. And then, of course, Robert Davis, when he did the Statman, let, let the record show the Statman also has bars. <laughs> like, what yeah, the fuck I... is going on? I'm waiting for the butcher to start rapping. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Butcher, <laughs> and I'm here to say. <laughs> and then, yeah. we, and then we've got a demoness who doesn't need to rap because she speaks in poetry anyway. Man, isn't she something, man? Ah, wow, <laughs> the showdown in the shadows, as I labeled it this week. Um... <laughs> Actually, do you know what I've got to say on the show? I don't know if I should say it or not, but uh, obviously the result was 51% to 49%. In actuality, it was literally two votes away from a draw. Oh, my goodness. Two more votes for Robert would have been a draw. Three more votes for Robert, and he would have won. It was that close. Um, as a guy who picked the Demoness to win the whole thing, I want to say it shouldn't have been that close, but that would be a mistake on my part because as great as the demoness is, I have to also recognize Robert Davis is an absolute beast and a force to be reckoned with. And unlike some of the competitors who have evolved since last year, Robert Davis has the ability to evolve week by week and be whoever he needs to be that week. Yeah. I've never seen anybody evolve or adapt. Well, we talked about the butcher adapting. Robert just excels at adapting and, you know, staying fresh and being creative. It's like he has... He has multiple characters, but every character is good. He doesn't... I don't think I've seen him have like a bad, a bad outing yet. Um, now sometimes this doesn't translate to the votes, but Robert Davis is beyond solid, and and I'm, as I've stated several times, I'm super grateful that I don't have to compete against Robert Davis this year because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have anything for him. He and I have a history uh, of going back and forth Be- before. RWT and Max Wrestling had ever joined forces. 
there was the RWT promo challenge. And I think Robert Davis kicked my ass in that. <laughs> and I got back at him by winning the uh, the finals of our block in the promo climax last year. And then I I went against him in King of the Mic, right? And he beat me. Probably yeah. Then he yeah, I think that was a semifinal. And then of course he faced Mike in the final. Yep. So um I don't want none for Robert Davis. Actually, you know you know what he re- he reminds me of, I don't know if it was ever shown in the US, but there was an old cartoon from the seventies in the UK, uh, called Mr. Ben. And Mr. Ben would go into a costume shop, try on an outfit, and then he'd walk through this magic door, and then he would enter a world that was appropriate to that outfit. And then he'd come wow. back out and go back to his normal life. That's Robert Davis. He just got all these different costumes, all these different characters, and then boom, he's in his own world. Let's see. Mr. Ben. All right. I'm, I'm seeing a, a clip of him walking through a green door he has on a hat he could be a pirate he could be a gladiator not to be confused with Mr. Bean <laughs> <laughs> yeah man Robert Davis he can he can definitely do all that so let me tell you something every so often you have a matchup that's so good that technically even though there was a loser Really, we all won. Yeah, and that yeah, that's how Robert Davis versus Nikola. That's how. That's the only way you could describe that. It, it, the the only bad part about them going against each other is that somebody had to lose. Yeah, and even though there's no there's no match between them again on the schedule or um, <clears throat> anything planned in the near future, they both definitely want to face each other again uh, in Showdown in the Shadows Part Two. Yeah. Uh, who knows? It may uh, be added to. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of opportunity for that. Yeah, it, it may be added to an upcoming special as a bonus. We never know. We can't make any plans for that yet until we get closer to the final. Um, now, Nicola, Mike, and Robert are both, uh, both all three, at the top of block A with six points, six, 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 as Mike predicted. <laughs> uh, and I, in the meantime, on block B, it's just Moses at the top with six points. Moses Marquez, and I know Moses Marquez has been nonstop celebrating uh, because he was a guy who had he kind of got himself I tried to really encourage Moses Marquez because, you know, he he loved the promos from the beginning but he didn't really feel like he, he was good at cutting promos and mm. we got him <clears throat> And battle ready shape for King of the Mike. And he went out against Travis to Walker Anderson and things didn't exactly go as planned for him. And he kind of had that cloud hanging over his head for a long time. But he came out in the promo climax and caught Travis to Walker Anderson on the chin. And then he caught Butcher slipping. And this guy is riding high. Um, but it's important to remember, don't spend too much time celebrating because while these are great accomplishments, the point of the competition is to win the climax itself, right? Yeah. 
So I'll be interested to see, especially in the next few weeks with Lewis getting ready to uh, make his official debut and having a few matches in a row, what that leaderboard looks like. And if Moses can keep his momentum and stay at the top of block B. Gotta say, it must be, I mean, people, some people are probably thinking it's a disadvantage that Lewis is having his first match so late, but maybe it's an advantage for him because he's, he's been able to sit back and watch the whole tournament before making his his debut in the, in the tournament. Yeah, I I would look at it as an advantage because, the, for example, the difference between Lewis and Zach is everybody already knows who Lewis is. So there's there's no introductory period needed. You know, when you see Lewis's face, you go, this is the guy that's been kicking the kingpin's ass all year long. This is the guy who has a diabolical laugh. We know this guy. So he, <laughs> he, yeah, he doesn't really need the face recognition. And if you're him, it's exactly what you said, Daz. He's had a chance to scope out the competition because the people who are sitting at the top have had multiple matches already. So he now knows what his opponents will do. Hmm. And he can, yeah, he can use that. He can plan around that. Uh, he's also, of course, in the smallest group. So he's only got um, Chris, the Butcher, the Walker, and Moses to focus on. Now, we've only yeah, seen think. one match from the Walker so far. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, we've seen two. Um, yeah, he's seen two matches from all of them. The Walker lost to Moses, but he beat Chris Maldonado, right? Yeah, that's it. Boy's got some catching up to do. Uh, so once... Is this the next match on Halloween? Uh, Lewis? No, uh, oh, Travis the Walker. Travis Anderson. the Walker. His next match is <laughs> against Lewis on October 2nd. Oh my god, I can't wait for that. Uh, so Lewis's matches when he steps onto the board next week are against Moses, uh, then against the Walker the week after that, and one, two, two weeks after that he's against Chris Maldonado, and then of course in the final week he gets to choose his opponent. It, can it be? I can't remember. So when he chooses his opponent, it's it has a rematch to be against any of those three. Ah, okay, got it. And Butcher's already made it pretty clear who he's choosing for his rematch at the end of the tournament. Which is? None other than the crippler himself, Moses Marquez, uh, who handed the Butcher his first loss. <laughs> what do you think about that strategy? <laughs> well, I mean. It makes sense to go after the person that beat you uh, for the rematch. Um, I mean, the only other person Bush has faced so far in this tournament is Chris Maldonado, and he's beat Chris, so he's got no reason to go after him again. So un unless somebody else beats the Butcher, then I don't think his mind's going to change on that one. I'm just thinking. You couldn't really super tell when they went against each other. But the Butcher and Moses Marquez have a long history of bad blood with one another. Mm. Uh, and if you are the Butcher, after all the things <clears throat> that you've ever felt toward Moses Marquez, 
I know he says he likes Moses. I've heard that. I've heard that clip where he said he likes Moses. I've also heard a lot of other clips where it was apparent that that's just not true. (laughs) (laughs) So it was probably hard enough as it was to take the to take the one loss. But imagine if you call Moses out, you call out the crippler for a rematch because you mean to redeem yourself, and he sits you down again. Yeah, that's that's the tough part because it, maybe in the butcher's mind the first time was a fluke victory. You know, who, who knows what the factors were behind it? But if Moses Marquez sits you down again and goes perfect against you, if you're the butcher, that hurts. Yeah, and it'll be right at the end of the tournament there won't be any more chances after that so right now Butch is one win away from tying with Moses but then again if Moses beats Lewis he gets another three points ahead so uh, you know if Butcher wants to catch up with Moses he's got to count on him losing before he has to face a Butcher again I want to know something mathematically is it at all possible that any of this will end in a tie. That either block could end in a tie. Um, it's possible for Robert and either Nicola or Mike to tie if they keep winning. But obviously Mike's got to face Nicola next. Um, but because there's three of them on six points, if two of them keep winning, then that's it. Mike has to face oh, Nicola. Yeah, Mike and Robert can't tie because they gotta face each other in the last match of the tournament. So, if Nicola and Robert keep winning, then they can tie because they've already faced each other. Let me tell you something, Daz. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in the power of Mike Larkin. I do, and I said at the top of the show, or we established at the top of the show that Mike Larkin, the last time he lost something was probably when he lost his virginity. <laughs> he's he's going to love me for saying that. <laughs> but he's going up against the demoness. Yeah. All right? And he's just a mortal. We all know that. But she... Oh, man. She... She's something else. Mike Larkin... I know he's been winning... I know he's used to his winning ways, but if there's anybody, anybody who can put a blemish on that record, it has to be the demoness, Nicola. And if she can't do it, damn, I don't think anybody can, man. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, they've both promised me something special when they when they end up facing each other. Um, on, I want to say October. Uh, yeah, October 2nd. It's going to be crazy. I, I can't wait. Uh, Mike Larkin, you are my brother. And I love you. But I'm saying it right here. For the world to hear. Up front. Out loud. I'm definitely voting for the demoness. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. I, obviously, I've seen nothing. I I wouldn't suspect that she's had any any part of it recorded yet. But I'm letting you know, Mike, man to man, brother to brother. So there's no confusion. 
no questions. I don't care what you do. I don't care how good your promo is. I'm definitely voting for the Demoness. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) That's because you want to experience what it's like to see Mike lose something. Yeah, there's that (laughs) part of it. And then there's the other part as well where it's like, how could I vote against her? I can't. I can't do it, man. I gotta I gotta go with my girl. But yeah, that would be fantastic also for Mike to finally lose. Yeah. Um she, well, she is definitely a force to be reckoned with, as we saw. It seems like every time we see a new promo, she ups the game a little bit more. Yeah, she does, man. I'm I am I'm thoroughly impressed with her. My only regret is I love her so much. I'm also so terrified of her. <laughs> and and yet still, my only regret is that I never got to compete against her. Now, I, I'm not Robert Davis, clearly. I don't, I don't really have a dark side that I could have pulled from. I don't know. I don't know what I would have did. I don't. I don't think there's any way I could have beat her, but it would have been a pleasure to at least compete, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, not that she needs it, but she's also going to get a bye in a couple of weeks because she was supposed to be facing Daniel uh, actually next week. Man. Yeah, it's a it's a good thing that Daniel pulled out of the competition because that's the only way he was going to get to keep his soul. Very true. Uh, even Robert only just about escaped with his soul. <laughs> she's a, she's a, she is a soul snatcher. Gotta be careful, man. <laughs> She's collecting her jar of hearts. Yeah, so she's got Mike on October 2nd. Uh, she's going to be facing Teddy P. Oh, wait. Actually, she's against Moni Lim first on, on October 16th. That's the first ever um, all-female promo showdown. Oh, my God. Dude, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. That, that's going to be crazy. Because I know Queen we've seen a different side of Moni Lim. Yes. Moni Lynn has stepped her game up in a big way in this year's competition. She's found her voice. Mm. She's found her rhythm and her cadence. Um, but it reminds me of that one time, I think John Cena, you have to forgive me, I'm not Mike Larkin, so I don't have the WWE <laughs> library memorized. But I think Mike Larkin was talking to, I mean, um, I think John Cena was talking to The Miz, I can't remember, but he he was like, yeah, the good news is this Sunday at whatever pay-per-view, you're going to face me. And the bad news is this Sunday at the pay-per-view, you got to face me. And I was yeah. like, oh, that was, cle- that was clever. I said what you did there. Yeah, I think that was against the Miz. All right, so give me the knowledge championship then. Just <laughs> take, it off, take it off of Mike Larkin. He doesn't need it. He's asleep. Um you know what? I need I need Mike in my ear as a producer. Mike, can we just fact fact check that? Was it was it was it the miss? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, it was the miss. In fact, he was wearing his Kelvin Klein dress shoes that night with the red laces. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't remember them showing his feet. It's, oh no, they didn't show his feet. I could just feel it. I used the force. <laughs> <laughs> it's called yeah, the Larkin Theory. Exactly. <laughs> a theory, yet he's always correct. Yeah. 
Um, so between October 2nd and October 23rd, there's a nice little break for Block B. Um, because on October 2nd, there's the Walker versus Lewis in Block B. And there's also two Block A matches that week. Then the week after that, it's another two Block A matches. Then the week after that, it's another two Block A matches. And then Block B comes back uh, on the 23rd. With Lewis wow. again versus Chris Maldonado. So I'm excited, man. And you're saying we're about halfway through the tournament. All the promos have been really good so far, but as as good as they have been, and again, what a treat Robert Davis versus Nicola was. Um, there's still so many great matchups to come, man. And I'm I, I think this is going to be amazing right down to the very end. Yeah, uh, there's 13 weeks in total. We're getting into week six now, so yeah, we're just about at that halfway point. Um, got nothing to complain about so far. I mean, I know we've lost a couple of people, um, but we picked it up, we carried on, and everybody else picked it up and carried on. And now, because of other situations, we now know we're going to get two bonus promos at the end of the tournament when the Butcher and Lewis get to pick their rematches. It's been pretty unpredictable. You know, it'd be interesting. Is I know you said when you're trying to determine, like, Butcher probably picking Moses Marquez. But here's the thing: what if, based on the points at that time, a second win over the Butcher would guarantee that Moses would, would win the block? Wouldn't Butcher at that point not pick him so as to not give him the chance to even compete? Ooh, that would work. I mean, if they were both tied on whatever six nine points, actually, you yeah, just gave Butcher gotta... an idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll never give me credit. He'll say he thought of that weeks ago. <laughs> and, and who do you think figured that one out? That's right, people. It was me. I'm a good butcher. <laughs> oh, was he sitting there now thinking he stole my idea? He stole my idea. <laughs> his his uh, his lawsuit is going forward against the WWE for stealing the uh, "Let Me In" moniker. Very true. Yeah, um, I can confirm. Butcher did do it before WWE did it. Uh, in fact, See, he, the first time he did it, he scared his opponent away, and we've never seen him again. <laughs> Somewhere, somebody's going. Oh no, that's not. It's not a thing. It's not like people from WWE are listening. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. The Stop same way Apple listening. listening to your conversations. Exactly. <laughs> Every time, the amount of times... Look, if you look in RWT, there's like seven different AJ Styles in the group. But one of those is a real guy. I guarantee it. <laughs> so not... easy, though. People think it's... People just assume it's fake or it's not the real person. But somewhere in there... Look, just a quick theory... Now, Daz, have you ever, have you ever heard of Kevin Durant? Uh, yes. All right. Anybody who hasn't, Kevin Durant is an NBA basketball player here in the states who was receiving heavy uh, heavy criticism online for his decision to his basketball team lost to the Golden State Warriors, and his response at the end of the season was to then have himself traded to the team that beat his team. 
<laughs> because it was a true if you can't beat them then join them type of move yeah and when people began to criticize him everywhere for such a bitch move his response was to create a fake account on twitter and pretend to be a fan of his of himself and he would defend himself to other people and of course because some pe- people on the internet are smart somewhere somebody hacked into something and found out that the burner account actually belonged to him. He was spending time defending himself on Twitter. So don't think out there that superstars don't create fake accounts and join Max Wrestling and join RWT to see what people think of them. Because they do. Hmm. That's some pro wrestling shit right there. Exactly. Whip off the t-shirt, reveal the other team's shirt. Yeah. <laughs> It was me, Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so, like we said, next week, uh, we well, this week, actually, we've got Zach versus Mike and a bye for Ted P. De Niro. Next week, uh, Ted's up again against Moni Lynn. Nicola will be getting the bye because she was supposed to be facing Daniel Crimmins and, of course, Lewis steps onto the board again. I just wrote about this as well. His first match is against the block leader, Moses Marquez. I think that Lewis intends to knock Moses' block off. <laughs> well, that would be... That would certainly be a statement in your first match of the tournament to knock off the block leader. Um, it would also put him tied for second place with the Walker and a Butcher, but... It would actually put him above Walker and the Butcher because they both got one loss each. Lewis would be going on three points with a clean slate. Exactly. And let us not forget, if you need any history between Moses Marquez and Lewis from Evolution of Pro Wrestling, which I tend to say because I don't know his last name, actually. (laughs) uh, Moses Marquez is the individual who brought Lewis into RWT. Yeah. And things have never been the same since. Also, uh, <laughs> uh, Nicola is going to get the buy. I'm just saying, I know you got a buy. I know you technically don't need to be doing anything. But if you just wanted to make a quick video anyways, we'd love to see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been saying that because when Moses got the first buy against Crimmins, um, he still sent a promo in and I used it. Um and the same applies to Teddy P. If you're listening, you can still send in a promo if you feel like it. You get the three points anyway. Yeah, send something in. Just said just to say hello, Nicola. Even if it's just to say hello to the kingpin. <laughs> send something. <laughs> it's not always a good thing when a DNS says hello to you. I, I know. <laughs> Again, so scary, but fuck it, I'll take my chances. <laughs> Uh, so plenty to look forward to now for those of you who are not in the max wrestling or rwt groups what are you what are you doing here huh huh exactly um we revealed the 2020 specials uh the five specials that max wrestling do every year this past week and of course um showed that we there will be a king and a mic 2 in 2020 and a promo climax 3 However, there will be a little special announcement regarding Promo Climax 3 um, at Promo Series this coming November 22nd because there will be a slight change to Promo Climax next year. 
Um, of course, the promo champion will not be in the King and a Mike because it's to determine who faces the promo champion at Promo Slam. But if Mike's still the champion, that means he doesn't get to defend his crown. If. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he won't be champion, man. The demoness is going to take care of that. She's got it in the bag, bro. We may actually see a queen of the mic next year, then. That's right. Also, um, before we go, there is a little something extra uh, that we've got to thank the Walker for, which you're going to see this coming Thursday or Friday on Max Wrestling. Um, actually, you know what? I'm not going to say anymore. Let's just say Clash of Champions was in Carolina this past weekend. Uh, the Walker's from Carolina. So there's a very charismatic surprise at the beginning of this week's Max Wrestling, so make sure you check it out. Yeah, man, shout out to The Walker, who was also... He made it on TV several times during Clash of Champions, holding up an RWT sign, and also holding up a sign with Dazzy's name on it, and my name, and Robert, and Moni, um, who's really out there representing. I think that's the first time in the history of this group that anybody probably that anybody's taken a sign that says RWT plus he actually got it on TV um, so thank you Travis the Walker Anderson for how you were out there representing I mean all love and respect to you my brother really appreciate it yeah he made uh, RWT famous whoop whoop couldn't believe it man I took a picture I was showing my wife and kids they are like oh my god that's so cool <laughs> now if anybody else feels like going to any pay-per-views and you know promoting us go ahead do it <laughs> this is the voice of killer cross and right about now we're about to take it to the max the max wrestling podcast with this I don't know. It was like this massive reveal. Like, wow, okay, you've dyed your hair a different color. <laughs> uh, oh, we thought it was pink, but it's actually uh, blue. Wow. It, she took she took the wig off, and like it, it, it was as if it was a different person than supposed to be. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's no, he's still, still the same whiny ass little. A little bit of this. That's why I want to be promo champion. And a lot of this. You're actually be, you're actually saying that you did it. For, uh, for, for those three bugs that uh, I can't disqualify him. Well, I, they could they could have been like the three bugs that I could have got in general. For all I knew. <laughs> yeah, but they were after the deadline. They were after the deadline. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> disqualify him. Check out the Max Rossin podcast every single week on Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and more. Go to maxrossin.net for more information. This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. <laughs>